Joe's. Let's just keep it. Right, we've covered gore. We've covered boogers, pimples. What's yeah. next? We did, we did diarrhea. All right. Uh, we do. We yeah. just tried to cover as many of the gore as possible. Yeah. The secretion is funny. Just, you know what I mean? Secretion <laughs> is funny. Very true. Very true. Um, yeah, man. I guess uh, let's, uh, you want to jump into it? We can get right in. Yeah, sure. All right, ladies and gents. Welcome back to Articulate. This week, we've got Paige Campbell back on the pod uh, after... Uh, thanks for coming back, dude. I, yeah, I feel like uh, this is well-deserved after our last session got kind of... Uh, it was really good, but the recording got all messed up, and I didn't get the uh, the best recording for you. So I'm sorry about that. I'm glad to have you back on. That's all right. That's before you had the studio, right? The studio. Yeah, yeah this, this wasn't the even new. the setup. Right, right, right. We were in your damn bedroom. This is a new podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we, a casting couch <laughs> last time. <laughs> we were, it was a casting couch <laughs> situation last time. Uh, but this time, we're here to talk about... Pro wrestling. Yes, dude. I'm pumped. Pro wrestling is sick. That's, uh, yeah, one of my favorite <laughs> fucking things ever. Honestly. You can't be a comedian without autistic hyperfixation. <laughs> and wrestling is like, dude, it's gotten me through. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah, just like being just obsessed with it. Like, really? It's weekly TV. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, it's... It's a, it's a constant. If you're into it, it's always there. You can always uh, yeah. check in and see what the boys are up to. See what the boys are going on. <laughs> yeah, and I'm hoping you can fill me in a lot more because I know nothing about pro wrestling, right? I think it's cool. I played the GameCube games back in the day. Fuck did the, uh, the 619 with uh, Rey Mysterio. You yes. know, he was my guy. Yeah, of um, course. But besides that, I really don't know anything else about it. I did some research on it, you know, through, like, when it started and, and kind of, you know, to where it is now. Yeah. Um, so Yeah, we can talk through it. I mean, you mentioned Rey Mysterio already, so, like, I mean, I know a good amount, but, like, I'm interested to know... Like, the history history. Well, I'm saying I'm interested to know your rundown. What oh, you, my what, rundown? <laughs> yeah, what do you know? Yeah, okay, and, and we can go off on tangents through this thing, but, you know, starting off with the Greeks, the ancient <laughs> Greeks. Yeah. You want to go back, that's when they were doing it naked and to the death, which I think would be good TV today, but... Oh, yeah, I always say they should bring back, like, the Coliseum, you know yeah. what I mean? I want to see, I want to see Christians of the Lions. Yeah, you know what I mean. Definitely, yeah. And especially like, I guess they're always worried about like executing the wrong people. But it's like, why can't people on death row? What what is this no cruel and unusual punishment thing? Yeah, they're you on death I mean? row for a reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. telling me we can't make pedophiles fight lions? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that doesn't sit right with me. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, we should do that, dude. Yeah. Anyway, no. Nah. <laughs> Who's a bigger heel than a pedophile? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that. That would be fun. I can't. I I, I can't like uh, dispute that. That watching an evil person, even okay. They, let's say convicted pedophiles, right? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> like not just a guy you point your finger. At. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's a fucking pedophile. You wouldn't put Hitler in a, in a coliseum against a, a lion, dude. Come on. <laughs> we're putting we're putting all the Hitlers of the world. That's right. Yeah, all the Hitlers. <laughs> All right, we're getting off track. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm just thinking a lot about this. This is like I didn't even consider the Colosseum. I do miss those things. Yeah, well, so like if you're talking about the history, I I, I just it's like we talked about on the metal pod. It's like mm. it's hard to figure out where to start exactly. Yeah, you know? because I even meant more base, like Rey Mysterio. Who are stars that you know? Like, what do you right. know about wrestling as it is today? True. So again, I really don't know anything beyond like I had like a small, small phase with the game. It wasn't even my GameCube game. It was like I would go over to a buddy's house, we would smoke weed and play and play an old GameCube game with Rey Mysterio. I don't know any of the others' names. I know like, of course. You know, Stone Cold Steve Austin right. and um, Randy Savage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. 
So I know a little bit. Yeah, um, you don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. I know that in 1848 <laughs> is really when it became a performance art because carnies, dude, apparently carnivals, like that's really yes. where like the big performance aspect and um, you know, that's kind of the Coliseum yeah, absolutely. type of setting that people were looking for. Yeah. Um, no, you're a hundred percent right. Like it's, it's origins of it, like as a show, uh, was like in the like old carnival days, like they started doing it. Yeah. Um, and so like wrestling's interesting because like I, like everyone's issue with it, anyone who's not into it, it seems like their problem with it is that it's fake, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and I get that, but it's like it to me, it's just all that you like the way you look at it, right? Um, so it's not. It's it's an athletic performance. It's it's not a sport. You know what I mean. Anyone trying right. to argue that it's a sport, it is dumb. But it's like it's two men or women working together to create an amazing show. Right. You know what I mean. And it's like I love that it's like serialized. It's like a real life comic book. You know what <laughs> I mean. You watch week to week. They like they reveal new bits of information about the storyline, the feud every week, and then yeah. it builds like one big crescendo where they have like a crazy blow off match. It's great Damn, shit. No shit. That's uh, I mean, that's, I mean, we're kind of skipping down on Honestly, all of this is just kind of iffy stuff, but that's when they started. So around like the 1940s is really when they started playing into like the aesthetics for TV. Cause that's when it started getting aired. So they yeah. had these people called El Santo and blue demon. Mm-hmm. They had them like fighting like mafia zombies dude they had them like dude that's when they really started almost like superheroes you know yeah like like storytelling with you know and and really getting people into it yeah which is sick 100 percent. yeah so they i mean like that's what the other like cool thing that's like to me like what's super cool about wrestling is there's so many different styles and it happens all over the world like you mentioned, uh, Blue Demon and Santos, those are huge Mexican stars back in the day. Oh, so you do know those names? Oh yeah, yeah. Mexico, like me- wrestling is huge in Mexico, and like that's what's so cool. It's like there's so many different styles. You can watch like violent, like deathmatch shit if you want. You can yeah. watch like technical good shit. You can watch some Mexican shit. It's lucha. You know yeah. what I mean? Like the Japanese stuff is really. Like, oh yeah, so Japanese stuff came up a lot too. It's right. huge in Japan. Huge. Okay, so yeah. you do know a lot about like the history of it. And oh yeah. Too. Okay, so uh, yeah, how far back do you know about? So it's like when you get to the old old stuff, uh, I don't know like really specific dates exactly when it happened. I, I from what I've heard, it's like what you're saying, like 40s is like kind of when it started like taking off. Right. What's interesting about it being quote unquote fake is it's a show, right? Mm-hmm. The origin for like back like when they decided to start fixing it mm-hmm. was in the carnival days. They used to have. Um, like, just the top wrestlers in the world, like, just wrestle. Mm. And it would go for three, four hours, and it just was, like, too long, and audiences would get exhausted and, like, leave. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. they were just legit the best grapplers in the world. Oh, shit, really? And instead of, so, so they figured, rather than putting, like, rule systems and, like, time limits, they're like, what if we could control the whole thing? Oh, shit. What if we can make this guy a fucking asshole? <laughs> we can make this guy the most popular good guy in the world. Wow. And we can decide who wins and loses. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, so there were, like, natural yeah. stories when they put these people, there. I mean, I mean, if you have a th- people together for three hours, you know, there's going to be tensions involved and, like, there are going to be some drama and everything like that. But it wasn't too, like, it wasn't, you know, how, how like, with stand-up, with a joke, is like, you could tell a, a funny story, right? Yeah. But if you cut it down to, like, really what's funny about it, then that makes it that much more entertaining. And, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, No, yeah, and I mean, if you get, like, invested, invested in, like, whatever, like, promotion you want to get into, like, I think what a lot of people don't realize about it is, like, how like 
every like piece of it is storytelling. You know what I mean? Like people don't really like people do think it's just like silly like matches and sh- and shit. And it's yeah. like like if you like watch the promos, like watch it week to week, and then watch like the pay per view, it's like every little thing they do in a match has like purpose. Like wow. every like thing they're saying, it's like it has purpose. Like yeah. not always, I would say. You know, it's like anything. There's shitty wrestling. There's good wrestling. But like when right. they do it right, it's like. It's some of the best storytelling you can see, I think. Like, damn, that's yeah. sick. Yeah, again, as, as all these things, like, I'm not too involved from from afar. It just seems like a bunch of like cheesy men no. just like yelling at each other just to like <laughs> create some fun drama and kissing each other's girlfriends or something. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's not not that. It's like, not not that. <laughs> the the base like the base storyline is just being like, hey. You stole my girl. You know what yeah. I mean? Or it's like I want that belt. Like no, all that is <laughs> all that is silly. But it's like, yeah. but it's like um like you were saying with like comic books or something is like you're creating first of all like the context for a character. Yeah, they're like arc a little bit, mm-hmm. and 100%. then like developing one or two people as like the strongest of the strongest, and yeah. then eventually pitting them together. It's like what Marvel's doing. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> exactly right. I mean, like like building someone as like unbeatable, or it's like building right. like they'll even do it like more specific, where it's like no one's ever kicked out of his finisher. Like right. no one can fucking kick out of his goddamn finisher. And then it's like you build that up for a year, yeah. and then someone kicks out of it, and it's like oh my fucking god, yeah. you know what I mean? It's like dude, like no one can kick out of that shit. Yeah. Definitely. Um, so yeah, so it started like you were saying, kind of going back. I know you don't know the exact dates and everything, right? Um, but yeah, at, at some point, I guess in TV, when, when so what were like the f- first bigger characters to emerge? Let's say in like American culture around that you know names of. Yeah, that's a good question. So I know like again, the dates might not be right, but like fifties, sixties when it started to get like. Um, some television like exposure and shit. Like Bruno San Martino was like a, a big guy. He okay. he held the fucking WWF title. Yeah, the WWF title. I didn't even yeah. know that's what it was. It wasn't even WWE until like the two thousands. Yeah, well, and before, so like Vince's dad started Vin- Vince McMahon, of course. Right, Vince Senior. Yeah, I have Vince Senior. Was uh, he was sixties and seventies? Yeah, it was the WWF. It wasn't yeah. even the WWF. Yeah, that's yeah. when they had uh, Andre the Giant too. Oh yeah, Andre yeah. the Giant, huge star. <laughs> yeah. So it's like it it started at the carnival level. They they made it a show, um, and it did start to be on TV. But like these big stars, it, it's weird how the wrestling industry has changed. Because mm. before there was national television, they had what they called the territories, at least in America. Interesting. So in America, it was like the basically the way people would do their careers. Yeah. Um, is each like section of the country had a territory it was a territory so you oh. had like the north you know it's like north carolina south carolina yeah um you whatever you had like the west coast like oh, yeah, you said the, you know there's the north so like north carolina <laughs> south carolina i'm just giving some examples yeah, yeah, no i got you i know what you mean but, but it was regional first it was regional and like people basically rather than, than it being a traveling attraction show mm-hmm. every te- it was popular in every town oh okay now i mean you're so going kind of like the nomads learning to plant seeds. Yeah. I mean, you're going back to times where people thought it was real, too. Because oh, yeah. that's what's weird about wrestling, too. Before the internet, mm-hmm. people legit thought it was real. Which is insane. Yeah, that is crazy. Like, you see somebody get their face smacked with a chair, you're like, holy f-. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. You're watching, well, it basically is, like, 
the draw of the Coliseum. It was like, you're watching people get hurt, like, bad. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, like, they didn't give a shit about safety back then. Like, it's always been a show, but, like, you watch, like, old, old wrestling, and it's like they're cracking chairs over each other's, like, yeah. heads. And it's like, <laughs> Jesus, dude. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah that's um, what, you know, there's waves with, like, how popular it is and how unpopular. And then, like, totally. one of the times, like, I think early 90s is when it kind of receded a little bit because there were a lot of, like, sex scandals and, like, liabilities yeah. and, 100%. and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's always been shit that they've safety they've battled because <laughs> it's it's people just destroying their bodies. So it's like, of course, they get into painkillers and whatever, you know. Yeah, true. Um, but so these uh, like before national television was like a big thing, mm-hmm. it was on TV in whatever territory you were in, whatever like region. Yeah. And these dudes would like just work a territory. Like if you were a great heel, you'd work there for five, six years the crowd would start to get tired of you, you just go to another territory. Oh. And you would just travel around and fucking, Damn. like, work each territory for five to ten years. Yeah. <laughs> Make a bunch of money and just be, like, famous that In way. In that area, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. And yeah. that's really establishing the characters and then, like, reusing that storyline somewhere else. Yeah. Oh, no, exactly. <laughs> you can you can go back to, like, like you can find that that old like studio wrestling footage like of whatever territory it was in and it's like you can see like Roddy Piper doing the same heel promo here like in Oregon and then here and then oh, here shit. you know what I mean yeah. like just working different crowds the same way yeah like, <laughs> pretty amazing no that is cool I wish we could do- wait we do do that with stand up <laughs> we just oh, tell yeah. the same jokes everywhere <laughs> I mean dude like I I liked wrestling before I got into stand up but it's like I think my love for it doing stand-up has been like accelerated because i think there are a lot of parallels especially at like the indie level to the way comedians travel around and just fuck it's networking you know what i mean like yeah yeah, it's all live you know what i mean it's all working a crowd yeah so and then it went from regional and then kind of what was the next step from there i guess probably like that's when because that's when andre the giant was so like at some point movies had to have some kind of crossover like overlap right well so big blockbuster type of wrestler i don't know i'll let you 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 know the thing is you're not wrong at all okay because basically what happened is and here's where it starts to get messy and like it's a business it starts to get gross you know what i mean um vince mcmahon senior and i we're talking american wrestling I, i i don't know the fucking japanese and mexican like history really but true um vince mcmahon senior uh sold the wwf to his son oh he (laughs) sold it to his son yeah he wouldn't give it to him he sold it to him because they're just all just piece of shit businessmen (laughs) (laughs) so yeah vince mcmahon uh jr buys the wwf from his dad okay and he wanted to make it he was like this has potential to be big on national television yeah so he was the guy who wanted to make it national his dad was against that his dad never his dad you know an old territory guy never wanted that but what vince mcmahon does is he at the time we're talking maybe late 70s early 80s at this point yeah he um just go he he takes the money that he has with the new the new purchase of the wwf and he goes around to all the territories, and he poaches the big stars uh, all across the country. Wow. So he gets Hulk Hogan. He oh, gets Andre. Shit. He gets Roddy Piper. He gets Macho Man. And he just fucking takes them. Like, <laughs> and then, like, just makes them national television. And it's like... Wow. Yeah. So he had enough money to not only buy poach these 
players, but also by the WWE. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I, crazy. I don't know where the money comes from. Like, I, I also don't know exactly how quick all this happened. Yeah. But, like, I remember the Hulk Hogan uh, one in particular being, like, Hulk Hogan is one of the biggest draws in wrestling ever, right. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And he was, like, lined up to do this. Like, one of the big territory companies was AWA. Okay. And he was lined up to do one of their big shows, and he just didn't show. Wow. Just and, because and they they called him and they were like, "Well, what's up?" And he was like, "Oh, I'm going to New York. I signed a contract with Vince McMahon." Oh shit! And just like he just didn't show up to like one of their big shows. Yeah, and it's like it, it like fucked him. Like they went out of business. You know what I mean? Like, wow. Yeah. Damn. It's ruthless. It business, is a ruthless you know what I mean? business. He went. He went national and he fucking. <laughs> does Vince McMahon like? Does he also involve himself in the story and like in the wrestling arena at all, or does he, is he kind of just like a background character? Oh, that's that's a really good question. Yeah. Um, so I guess we can flash forward. So okay. wrestling goes national, WWF very popular. Right. To your point with to make it a big property, they needed um like Hollywood, they needed television exposure. Yeah. You're exactly right about that. Like Vince McMahon is the one who comes in, he puts it on national television, and he's going after like WrestleMania one has Cindy Lauper. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has MTV coverage. Like yeah. he's the one going after. Like we need mainstream exposure. We can't just be fucking. We, it's the, we're not underground anymore. If we want to make some actual money, we gotta be in the face of America. Yeah, WWE's like branding is like, uh, especially nowadays, it's like sports entertainment. It's not wrestling. Oh, like they're shit. obsessed with like the casual viewer yeah um which is one way to go about it i'm not even knocking it right it's well, just like course. yeah you get your, you gotta get your bag there's basically two audiences you can try to go after you can try to go after hardcore wrestling nerds mm -hmm. or you can try to go after everyone in america <laughs> or everyone in the world you yeah. know what i mean so wwe is very obsessed with making it an entertainment property okay so and they successfully do it 80s all the way to like I don't know. I think it was 94 when this happened. I might be wrong about that. Mm -hmm. I'm so scared of wrestling fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, I buddy, that was wrong. It's like, I, all right. Yeah, but apparently you should be, dude. They'll come in and they'll kiss your girlfriend, dude. They will kiss your girlfriend. <laughs> I'd like to see him try. Yeah. <laughs> Promo right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting fired the fuck up. Yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, 80s was like that big kind of TV boom that they had capitalized. Is that when... Uh, Vince McMahon purchased all of those characters, or yeah. So like, okay. like throughout the eighties is like that's when it's like he's already like brought in Hulk Hogan. Okay. And he's already brought in and the then big they stars. Get into the nineties, the, the Attitude Era is what I heard, and that's right. where the scandals and it kind of became a grungy, like they almost use MTV to kind of like capitalize on that group of people, the people who were drawn to like skating, you know, like emo culture, all that sort of stuff as well. Hundred percent. But yeah. I mean, there. It, there's a stroke of brilliance, brilliantness, brilliance, brilliance. <laughs> <laughs> Not right here, right now, but there was a stroke. Oh of, my of god! Brilliance. Yeah, what are we doing? I haven't even had a whole Miller High Life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's okay. It's uh, a lot of acid in that. A stroke so. of brilliance. Yeah, <laughs> it's laced. Yeah, That's yeah. all right. It's fully laced. Oh man, I mean. No, nothing's better than watching wrestling get incredibly high. <laughs> I will say, true. But it just feel like feels like the stakes. The stakes anyway, are yeah. so much higher. But I'm the stroke of, as fuck. of brilliance. No, I'm curious as to what the stroke of brilliance was. Well, so you asked the question like, did mm -hmm. Vince ever get involved in the storyline? So 
Oh, Not okay. until he needed to, is what yeah. I'll say. Because it's like, he goes through the 80s, and it's like, he's on screen, but, like, they had, like, a fake president of the WWF back then, like, like Jack Tully or something. Mm-hmm. Um, Vince was never on screen as the boss. Vince did some commentary. Yeah. He owned it the whole time, but he did some commentary, like, presented people in the ring. Okay. Never, never was on screen as the boss. Right. Um, but they also, other than, you know, smaller companies were unopposed on national television. They were running a monopoly, you right. know? Yeah. So in the early 90s, I think it was 94, uh, this company called WCW, World Championship Wrestling. Woman Crush Wednesday? Yeah, Woman Crush Wednesday. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> they they uh, got sold to Ted Turner. Okay. Ted Turner, Yeah. TNT. TNT. So oh, all of shit. a sudden... There's another wrestling company with a national television deal. Oh wow! So '90s is probably when wrestling was most popular because oh, wow. you're still right there where it's like the internet's not insane, so people sort of think it's real. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then now there's this other company, which means they're both competing for f- everyone's views. Yeah, and trying um, to really develop a lot more, uh, develop more innovative ways of attracting the audience. Yeah. Um, so it's like late '90s, like WWF. Uh, is starting to get, like, kind of boring. A lot of people are saying, like, it's the same product that they've been just giving out. Yeah. WCW hires Hulk Hogan. Hmm. Uh, he jumped ship to, like, the other company. Oh, sh- oh, he did it again. He did it again. Damn, Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Hulk is, Hulk is known for the this. Bag, dude. Good for him, though. You know what I mean? D- but what WCW is, they bring him in, and they turn Hulk Hogan heel. Okay. WWE. What does that mean? So it, the... Basic, basically, in every wrestling storyline, but uh, you're gonna have a heel and a face. Heel's the bad guy. Oh. Face is the good guy. Oh shit! Okay. Hogan for over a decade before WWF, but for over a decade with WWF was bringing in millions of dollars as like the top good guy. Really, he was the face. WWF never would have ever thought in a million years to make him a bad guy. Wow. He jumps ship and like cuts this promo. I I never cared about the kids. I don't give a shit. I'm like I'm only I'm only here to make money. I'm only here to go Hollywood. And it's like, yeah. oh my god, yeah. So for a while, it was like a year and some change. WCW was kicking WWF's ass. Like it kind of wow. looked like they were gonna like take him out. Yeah. Um, and that's what caused Vince. Mc- that's what caused the Attitude Era. They were like, we need to make changes. We mean, we need to make our product like edgier. Right. And it's also what caused Vince McMahon to be an on-screen character. Okay. It's what made them acknowledge like he's the boss. Yeah. What, what everyone hates their boss, right? Yeah. So it's like he's the piece of shit boss. Yeah. So he's a Stone Cold Steve Austin he... is the fucking redneck drinking beer, fucking flipping off his boss, beating up his boss. You oh, know what shit. I mean? Like, damn, that's so, yeah. So Vince, he's the heel, he's the bad guy, but he's like the bad guy that owns the entire thing. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And so Stone Cold Steve Austin was the good guy. It was uh, what the face. Yeah. It's like they have they have like a thing where it's like. They call it like a tweener, someone who's like in between. But okay. it's like I would say it's like kind of one of the first like eras where they're introducing like anti heroes to wrestling. Like Ooh. Stone Cold Steve Austin was not really a good guy. Yeah. But he's fighting a corrupt boss and right. he's like he has just a fuck you attitude and like yeah. everyone loved him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's like, dude, yeah, like he is the good guy, but he's right. not really a good guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. his entire attitude is fuck you. Yeah. Like <laughs> he's not like it doesn't have the attitude of Hulk Hogan or anything, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so then so WCF or WCW becomes almost bigger, and then that's when Vince McMahon kind of steps up a little bit, steps his game up a little yeah, bit, right? Yeah. So now are those two, uh, you know, at that point in time in cahoots to 
you know, still kind of competing against each other? Like, in, in, I don't know, what, what was, like, the, the biggest thing during that era between the two of them? Well, I mean, for... The, uh, the people who like watched it back in the day and like you hear like wrestlers do interviews like they say that like the wrestling war was very real like they was very like we're gonna beat you in ratings we're gonna beat you in rating you know what i mean like yeah that's what i'm wrestlers thinking. jumping ship all the time right like going back and forth between the companies um yeah i mean wcw didn't beat wwf for like very long it was like a year and some change okay, okay. um in a moment but what what you run into is like the the problem with it ended up being like uh hulk hogan and like all of his friends basically had booking power too so uh, they just never booked themselves to lose yeah. and people lost interest you know oh. what i mean yeah <laughs> people lost interest and then because ted turner owned it it wasn't owned by a guy who gave a fuck about wrestling uh, he okay. just sold it eventually uh, you know what i mean he's like yeah All right, yeah Damn. and he sold it to vince mcmahon <laughs> really so yeah so now it's kind of back to the centralized uh you know there's not really uh they still have a monopoly over it as of right now so like wrestling's in a interesting place now um okay so let's maybe not jump too far yeah right yeah, yeah, like yeah. i don't i don't i don't know how deep we are into this yeah you know true. I mean? well like, yeah we're kind of scattered all yeah yeah um well because there's also the video game era i, I mean i i think I guess it was always big, but for me growing up, like early 2000s, I mean, we had the video game, um, but I didn't know anybody that was super into wrestling. You know what I mean? I think yeah. there was. And wasn't there like a South Park episode where they're like wrestling <laughs> in their backyard? Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't a big thing, but it was just kind of funny because they were like nerding out about it. You know? Yeah. Um, so I think it just goes through phases like that. And I, I always think it's interesting how how they survive during like the lower quality periods it's the same way with like uh and it's always sunny they hire like a you know like a, a he was a well-known wrestler that you know it, it, he's trying to make money and they put on the oh, yeah, wrestling yeah. show you know what i mean i mentioned uh roddy piper a few times i know the always sunny that's roddy piper that's roddy piper <laughs> yeah yeah oh so he's that's what, so he was a big oh actor. yeah yeah he yeah. was like i said I, I was talking about heels like in the hulk hogan era he was the, probably the biggest heel of like wow. that era like yeah yeah <laughs> that's awesome yeah so i mean uh obviously they they made it to now you know what i mean but like oh i mean during w the early 2000s era that must have been uh kind of tricky to navigate you know i really don't have too much about the 2000s era actually um, well it's weird so it's like you you had texted me earlier and it's like uh most people who aren't into wrestling do think WWE. Right. Um, and I was saying, well, we can talk about the world of wrestling. Because, like, yeah. I guess we can just move into the state of wrestling, like, early thousands, like, now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely, like, WCW went away. And it's definitely, like, I it's it's more popular than it's been in a long time. But it's it's more of a niche product than it's ever been, if that makes sense. So... Hmm. Um, I say the world of wrestling. This is, I guess it is a tangent. I'm trying to figure out exactly what angle to tackle from. Yeah, because it's, it is big. Um, and the, the angle that you take is going to say a lot about, you know, how, how you see it, you know? Yeah, so, uh, exa exactly, exactly. I'm just like, I don't know. WWE, I very much feel like it's not for me, but I'm not trying to say it's like bad wrestling. So like... They, they're focused more on the entertainment. They're focused on all that other stuff. I feel like wrestling is in a weird place because it's it's more niche than it's ever been, but it has hyper fans. Uh, the internet has changed wrestling a lot. So WWE 
after the death of WCW, like basically got to run a monopoly for a while. Yeah. Um, and because they there there's a whole world of wrestling out there, and they don't want to acknowledge any of it. Like oh. their entire, if you watch their documentaries and you watch like what they say, yeah, all of their history is WWE history. Right. Like they don't acknowledge that any of any of the territories really existed. You know what I mean? Like yeah. any of that stuff. Huh. Um. But wow, that's crazy. I say wrestling fan, like it's more niche. I think the internet has opened the world up to. A, it's exposed the business, so like mm-hmm. everyone knows it's fake. All the yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> like like everyone, so that's made it a more interesting side of like um, a big part of being a wrestling fan now is like listening to podcasts and like listening to like how people put together matches and like you know oh. the behind the scenes shit. It's a lot of like dirt sheets and like <laughs> like <laughs> backstage rumors and shit. Really? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, but also a big part is like for I think a long time, especially like. WCW was there. It was cool. It was an alternative okay. to WWE. Um, WWE. It went away. WWE sounds like a heel in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> they're very, they're very much, in my opinion. You can look, and they're the heel in a lot of the situations. I think <laughs> it's just ruthless business. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think the internet has like made like fans like more like nerdy for it because it's like you have to like be into the podcast and shit but yeah. also i think it's opened a lot of people's eyes to the world of wrestling there's good shit happening in japan there's good shit uh, happening in mexico you know right. what I mean? and it's like wwe would have you believe that it was all ha- happening in barns before them and it's like it's not true like yeah. the territories filled stadiums you know what i mean so it's like yeah it's way bigger than wwe yeah and that's what i again i appreciate i, I wouldn't have even even known you know what yeah. i mean to like think that that big that broad and because yeah. like the only thing that i think is wwe so it's yeah. good to like have be enlightened you know yeah <laughs> but that's what i like about it is the variety now in terms of do they still have a monopoly it's like yes and no mm. so right now it's actually on tnt again oh really um there is another american promotion called aew okay which i'm a big fan of okay. uh started like three years ago okay but are they really wwe's competition eh, i don't know because yeah. like they've been around for three years wwe's been around for 70 plus yeah. something like that you know what i mean so yeah. it's like they get like quadruple the amount of viewers and shit yeah but the reason I'm so into AEW is what I'm saying. Okay. It's so it started because it was like all these indie guys that like worked their way up and like made a deal with a billionaire that wanted to start a company. Yeah. And that's my point is like they they don't they they do acknowledge the world of wrestling. So like they work okay. with other companies. They like do matches with like me- like Mexican promotions and Japanese oh, promotions and it's like that's where the the meat is, I think. Really? Is, is the it, it just not AEW, it's just the variety of wrestling that's out there. You know yeah. what I mean? There's lucha, there's Japanese, there's deathmatch shit, like really? whatever you want to see. Yeah, the deathmatch shit is insane. You can go to Atlantic City and see like fucking Passion of the Christ, basically. It's like dudes hitting each other with light tubes and just covered in blood. Like, yeah, that's crazy. There's comedy wrestling. There's just such a variety. Oh, so there's different even types of wrestling within pro wrestling. Yeah, yeah. There's like genres and it's like, you know, like, like, the whole world of wrestling, it's like, I, I think you can't, like, ignore that history because it's, like, it's all interesting shit, you know what I mean? And it's, yeah. like, there are huge stars that never step foot in WWE, and it's, like, that matters, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. they, they were huge stars or drew huge money. It just might have happened in Japan, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I, I, I can't even, 
the, so the, now there's the genres, the comedy genres and everything. And there's still like, of course, WWE dominates the, you know, the television kind of mainstream, w, you know, for pro sure. wrestling culture. They are, they are the biggest wrestling company in the world, for sure. Wow. But the second a, biggest one is in Japan. It's is in New Japan. Japan pro wrestling. Yeah. New Japan. And do you watch that as well? Here and there. Here and there. Yeah. Like they just had their big show. Uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Okay. It started at like three in the morning in America. <laughs> I watched some of it. You know right. what I mean? Like, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Well, so do you, is your favorite, is AEW currently? Yeah, I would say AEW is my favorite currently. Okay. Because um, it's also, there's a, there's a level of like just with television or whatever, like how they present it. Mm-hmm. AEW is, they do a good job of like, in my opinion, marrying like the indie like crazy style with like how american wrestling television is presented you know and and that's important to reach that those audiences because i mean it's just similar with like um like movies like movie culture is like if you it's like if you want something to be big so like you know like parasite you know it's a movie with subtitles it comes out of um korea i believe or something like oh, that. Oh, I loved Parasite. Yeah, yeah, Parasite's a great film, but it had to think of all the barriers that it had to surpass to reach an American audience right. and be, get nominated for Oscars and, and really like become um, something that got acknowledged yeah. as uh, you know, as a as a huge feat you know, in, the, in the movie industry. So I can't imagine like, you know, overcoming WWE yeah. As, <laughs> yeah. As, as something that is acknowledged as, like you said, like even more so meat than yeah. WWE is. Oh, I mean, I mean, and I just remember, like, like because it was indie dudes who like got a deal with, um, with like a billionaire to like start AEW, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I remember like kind of starting to be like a lapsed WWE fan, like twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen, and I the internet started to be good, yeah. so I started to check out indie wrestling. I started to check out what else was out there, and it's like. This shit is dope. You know yeah, what I mean? Like this shit is really good. And yeah, it's like, like, what, like what's so what makes it so different for you again? I mean, is it playing more on like the nerdy, you know, industry stuff or there's certainly a level of that. Like a uh, like definitely like a lot of, a lot of it can be catered towards like wrestling nerds in mm-hmm. particular. Um, but I wouldn't say that's the reason. The biggest reason I would say is WWE them being um them being like a mega corporation and shit. Mm-hmm. They they don't give much creative freedom to their wrestlers. Okay. They do for like their big, their big stars, like fucking John Cena, Stone Cold. Those guys can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but indie wrestling and like wrestling all over the like, it 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 it's stood out to me as so much more interesting because it is like guys like they say getting yourself over. You know what I mean? What does that mean? Getting over means the crowd is into you. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whether you're trying to be a mega heel and, like, you're getting booze or, like, you're trying to be, a, like, getting over is, like, it's not necessarily easy to get people to believe what you're doing. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, especially knowing that, you know, what we know now, that, like, it's fake and, you know, how stale those storylines were getting back in the 90s. is like, how can you make it fresh? How can you make people really invested in you as a heel or a face? Yeah, yeah. 100%. Um, and it's, you know, it's all psychology and shit, <laughs> but yeah. like, I, uh, yeah, I, I would say that's like, so WWE, like they, they love like bringing guys in and like just giving them like a name and they give people like, like actual scripts. Like you have to memorize like word for word, like scripts. Yeah. And it's like, that to me just like, does not seem like the way to do it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you could, you book it, you tell them like what scenarios they're in, but it's like, 
let the professional that got to a professional level do their thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. let, let them fucking t- uh, approach the promo the way, the way they want to approach the promo. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So what are some characters that you've seen do that within AEW or other indie, you know, like non-WWE characters? Like, I don't know. I'm curious as, like, what you're, what interests you, like, a, a specific example of that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, like, you know, I, I don't want to sound like too much of an AEW mark. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but, but, but I'm saying, like, there's examples of people who, like, jumped from WWE and then, like, went to AEW and they were able to. But there's also examples of, like, people who, like, never got, like, any big opportunities in a bigger company and they just went around the world to indie promotions and, like, um, just with the with the internet now, you know, the internet's so big, like you can just have a bunch of viral videos of like, oh, look how AJ Styles reinvented himself. Like, holy fuck. Like really? He's like dope as fuck now. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. just like the internet just gives people the opportunities to like get traction without without a corporation. You know yeah. what I mean? They don't they don't need them really. Yeah, definitely. So I mean talking about like huge somebody pointed this out to me too and, and this is kind of before wrestling really came into my sphere of knowledge, which it still is not, but but it was like um everybody hated Logan Paul. You know what I mean? Every, yeah. like just as an internet person, he was just like a douchey YouTuber guy. Yeah. And has now built himself into this huge like heel of like an ultimate villain that people just want to see get beat the fuck up you know what i mean dude yeah he's an interesting one because like um he's having the big matches in wwe and like i don't really watch uh wwe's like weekly television or pay-per-views consistently Mm. but i i still see it all over twitter and it's like right dude i've gone back and watched some of his matches and he's like good it's like kind of incredible like so many people go up through indies like for fucking 10, 15 years and are, like, pretty solid. It's, like, in the course of, like, a couple years, he's gotten, like, really good. <laughs> it's, like, it's it's kind of insane. So. Yeah, it's like, oh, everybody already hates this guy. Let's make him hate him even more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying well. his in-ring work, too, it's smooth as fuck. Really? It's, like, yeah, so, like... Damn. So maybe he's just there. a super athletic guy, but... True. Yeah, good on him. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't really... I don't disagree that he seems like a jerk-off in that old YouTube stuff, but, like... You know, yeah. Uh, he, people he, grow up, people change. That's true. And uh, good on him. You know? Yeah. It was was uh, the industry affected a lot by COVID. Like I gotta imagine, <laughs> you can't be rubbing sweaty, you know, spilling blood with each other during that period of time. You know, dude. Yeah, COVID. That's a good question too, because COVID was weird for wrestling. Neither of the, you know, the two companies that have weekly television in America are WWE and AEW right now, mm-hmm. and. Uh, they both they both basically just did a year of television without crowds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just kept going. Yeah, they both they basically both and like I'm. It sounds dumb, but like I mentioned, like wrestling's gotten me through shit. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, during 2020, like. That was the shit. Every really? week, every week, I'm like, I can't fucking wait to see what happens <laughs> on Dynamite, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. That's sick. Because I just, you have nothing going on. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Even without crowds, it was like, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I read somewhere that they were doing like live zoom things where they'd even like throw in like booing and like crowd cheering noises <laughs> even though there was no crowd or something like that yeah it was interesting to see how the d- different companies tackled it like wwe uh they had like for a while like the big like shields up like around the ring okay and like i, I and they they were the ones that had the zoom audience yeah surrounding yeah. the ring yeah um <laughs> AEW for like a while like before they were allowed to let like some fans in yeah 
what they did was they uh they just had like wrestlers that they weren't using in the storylines like okay. surrounding the ring like in masks like cheering and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so that rocked too. I was yeah. like, oh yeah. But yeah, man, I'm just so into it. Like with COVID, I fucking I went to one of their first shows. Like I was like one of five thousand people in there. Oh, you <laughs> like, went to a show? Oh yeah, yeah, like uh like late twenty twenty. Okay. Like I at at first there was no one at the shows. Yeah. But yeah, like when they started like reopening, it, maybe it was early twenty. 21 right uh you know i'm dumb as fuck i'm wearing the t-shirt <laughs> it was march of 2021 <laughs> it was my oh shit it's it literally the t-shirt <laughs> but i'm saying like that was like i'm so into it dude they they, yeah. they let like five thousand people in like it's normally would be like i don't know thirty thousand. you know what i mean and yeah. it was like five thousand people spread out it was like all right yeah this is cool yeah I do, so the show's got to be an entire different like experience in its own dude <laughs> like it, dude it's it's a it's such a reaction like art form it's it's weird without an audience yeah i can't imagine yeah I mean, five thousand to- spread out was enough to like have a decent crowd reaction yeah but like just the weekly tv you go back you go back and watch that shit and it's like it's pretty fucking weird without an audience yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's, it's so like reaction based like yeah definitely and so did it, i mean in the same way stand-up is like how much do they, is they they play it all off of the crowd? I mean, oh yeah, oh, all, all the time. Yeah. yeah, like I I would say that like same with stand up. Like a big part of them making it is just being able to work a crowd. Yeah, like, involving the crowd in in the performance. Of yeah, it all. yeah. Oh, it's you know it's it's insane. Like comics complain about getting heckled. It's like you shouldn't heckle a comic, dude. People yell shit on fucking TNT. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like oh really? <laughs> this dude is talking on. TND and someone yells some shit. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. <laughs> what are you doing? You fucking maniac? <laughs> yeah, maniac, yeah. dude. He's a wrestler, right? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, the maniac, I think, was Roddy Piper's character in. Oh, yeah, it's that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure there's a fucking wrestler. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably a couple. Who called himself the maniac. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I actually had a buddy that's uh, back in Ohio that started pr- like do, trying to get into professional wrestling. Yeah. And then as soon as he got like signed on to like a low, low budget one, he broke his ribs like. Oh, my God. <laughs> immediately, dude, within the, like the first week. Yeah, dude. I mean, it is dangerous as fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, because you got to, I mean, imagine it's probably similar to like stunt coordination where, yes, you're doing a stunt. But there's still a lot of danger that can go into it if you're not trained properly. Oh, for sure. Yeah, and that's kind of where like the the you know the skill comes in a lot. I would imagine, um, it, you know, as well as of course there's the performance and like the artistry of it. But there's like a level of skill where you got to be strong. You do have to work out. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, and like just like technical prowess. Like it's funny because it's presented as two dudes trying to destroy each other, but like. They say, like, the best of the best are, like, super good at protecting who they're in the ring with. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, like, if something fucking goes south, they can just adjust on the fly and, like, not kill them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's so weird. You want to protect the it's person the, that you're It's the like, opposite of, the, like, <laughs> you've got this guy in your hand and he's fucking covered in blood. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> like you'll be okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. This is protecting the safety. That's what wrestling is all about, protecting the safety. Of your opponent. <laughs> We've gotten so far from the Colosseums, dude. <laughs> yep, that yeah. is right. It's, not, it's no longer a barbaric Greek. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, what's going on in the world of wrestling right now? In the world of wrestling right now? Yeah. Well, I mean, we were talking about Vince McMahon. The, the Vince McMahon shit has gotten crazy. <laughs> oh, really? He, like, they, like, said there was, like, 
allegations and shit that they were like investigating. So they like uh, fired him or like he stepped down, which is insane. Like Vince McMahon's been the guy for like forty plus, you know what I mean? Like forever. Yeah, I'd say. I mean, it's his company. It's his company. But yeah, they like fired him for it and like got rid of him, and then like. Just re- like yesterday, he was like, there was rumors that he was like, I want back on the board of directors. Like, I'm he's, he said he might sell the company. Oh wow! <laughs> Just like like literally yesterday, he like got back in. <laughs> like, he, like he's back. That's crazy. Yeah. So that's probably the biggest wrestling story of the year <laughs> happening right now. No, I mean that's and again, it's just so wild to me. Like because usually like suits or like suits, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Guys that like control the background, you don't really see. They they deal dabble a lot in the money. This guy wants to be right so up front and center. Oh yeah. Talk he's... about the ultimate heel. Let's bring Bill Cosby up. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> yeah. Fight. Like <laughs> it, I guess it depends on who you ask, but I think there's a lot of a lot of people that would say Vince is the ultimate heel. <laughs> like Vince. Yeah. Seems like a, just a ruthless businessman who like does not give a fuck <laughs> about anything other than the bottom line. <laughs> like, yeah, that's crazy. Like, yeah. doesn't care about his performers at all. Really, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's all just a fucking his show. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, no, that's crazy. Wrestling's yeah. very carny. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's very like even at that level, it's like it's still just a fucking carnival. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, Vince yeah, McMahon's a fucking like ringmaster. Yeah, rigged games, dude. People yeah. making bets on rigged games. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is that's so wild to me. And, and the fact that and here, and here's the thing again is the fact that I don't know too much about it, and mm-hmm. yet there's still so much within it that goes on with. You know the corporate structure of it, the oh, industry, yeah. the characters, the the creativity behind it. You know what I mean? All the stuff that goes into that is just like it just amazes me <laughs> how much is in there, man. Oh, it's it's yeah, it. fascinating. And there's so much of it. Like, yeah, yeah. Like uh, there's so much of it, and like so many different types. It's like I feel like most people could get into a little wrestling. <laughs> most people could use a little wrestling <laughs> in their TBH. life. TBH. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a simple pleasure. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, man, I uh, I think that's probably I think we covered we started with ancient Greece, so we started with ancient Greece, and like I I can't think of anything that I left out. Like yeah. I, I think that's a pretty good like rundown of like here's kind of what's up with wrestling. Yeah, like, <laughs> no, and it's good. Again, there's so much I didn't know, so I appreciate you know the the history, and now I can kind of hop in if I wanted to. Of course, of yeah. course, yeah. yeah. No, thanks for having me on, man. I, yeah. I legit, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Page, follow Page Campbell on Instagram at Uncle Page. Uh, <laughs> you got any right. shows or anything else you want to promote here? Oh, uh, Hogwild, watch Hogwild. That's I was right. On it, a bunch of people are on it. It's a hilarious podcast. DP Sundays at six. DP Sundays at six. Yeah, Airs you can follow live uh, Hog live on YouTube. Yeah, that's what YouTube.com slash Page Campbell. Okay, Uncle Page on Instagram and Hogwild. Uh, on Instagram, that's oh the Instagram is Hog Quarters. Hog Quarters. Yeah, 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 because that's where. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's where the quarters are. <laughs> if you, you want to know what's up with that, you check in, check into the Hog Quarters. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Send uh, send in an email if you want at or it's uh, articulate with Steve McJ at gmail.com. Always love to hear from the people. Perfect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but other than that, uh, Pedro, appreciate you coming out and uh, don't don't get murdered in a wrestling match. <laughs> of course, I'll try not to. But thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, definitely.